peace, love, and definitely more light. I am your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye High Podcast, where we deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture, right? And I'm just here to shine my light your way, to help you find your light switch, and definitely keep your light lit. (sighs) We got a very uh, touchy subject matter to cover today, but it has to be said, right? This, This subject has to be covered, right? Because there's a war going on right there's a spiritual war going on for our babies right there's a spiritual war going on for our children now if we all believe the sentiment that the children are the future then what future are they being prepared for and that's a question that we're gonna expound on today and i want to cover this in its entirety Right? And I'm going to show the contrast between a lifestyle and an agenda that's being pushed and pimped off as a lifestyle. Now, we all have choice. We all have free will. You can live your life any way that you see fit. But if someone's making the choice for your child, that should be a crime. In fact, if they created an agenda to target child that's a form of war so someone's declaring war on our children what am I talking about so let's start with the influencers right because that's the title of the day right everyone wants to be an influencer and they they're paid millions of dollars to influence but what are they influencing the children to do that's what we got to dive deep into today. So I'm going to cover something. Bear with me, guys. I give thanks for everybody tuning in. And if you are a member of the Alphabet community, you're going to want to pay attention to this bill today, right? Because this isn't an attack on the uh, Alphabet community. And when I say Alphabet community, I mean the LGBTQ A, B, C, one, two, three, and whatever letter they decide to add this week because they're just uh, creating different forms of classism and it has nothing to do with you uh, being supported in a, you know, an alternative lifestyle type of thing. It's an agenda right now. Salute to anyone that, you know, that stand in their truth and that's their lifestyle. Hey, cool. If if, if I wanted to sleep with, you know, mermaids, are they going to have a parade because I want to sleep with mermaids? I mean, that's my personal preference. A lot of the stuff should be your own private business, right? But everything's on front street. So what am I getting at? The influencers, right? Let's go back to these influencers. So let's speak of the influencers. And the, the top people we look at as influencers are the celebrities, right? The, the, the athletes, the actors, the, the models, and of course the rappers, right? Because the rappers, they've infiltrated hip-hop so much and they turned the hip-hop genre into an alphabet soup community. An alphabet soup community. What am I talking about? Okay, there is an open war on the family, right? Man, woman, and child, right? Because if I can disrupt the family, I can see that none of you will be successful in business, 
Now, now just understand this. Family and business goes hand in hand, right? So if I disrupt your family and your family doesn't have a strong foundation, you'll end up working for somebody's company opposed to starting your own. So why do I say this? Let's start first with, okay, the, the, the Vogue picture that's going around the international community, right? Everyone that loves Rihanna and all this other stuff. And they say, oh, you know, she's on the cover with ASAP Rocky and their, and their son, right? But you have to understand that this is a spiritual war and imagery is everything. So if you look at the, the Vogue uh, photo, you'll see uh, Rihanna standing out front, right leg forward, which is a Masonic <laughs> ritual. And she's like holding the hand of ASAP. So it's like, you know, come on. Like, like basically she's out front leading and he's like the single mom in the back that needs protection. So she's his protector opposed to the family structure as man, woman, and child as men being the protector. Now, if you look at that picture, that's like if somebody was to break into your house, is Rihanna going to go downstairs to see if somebody's breaking in? Or is ASAP supposed to go downstairs? The man's supposed to be out front. This is all symbolic. But they have him in the back. So it's like she raised him up. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> he's a birthing parent. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he got demoted as a man. Now, this is all spiritual, right? So I say that to say this. They show all of this imagery to show a discontent between the strong black families. They can't promote that because if they promote that, then more of us will want to emulate that image. This is why it's so much dysfunction in music. There's no real R&B anymore. And all the rappers are fucked over, ain't got no feelings, pilled up, leaned up. Everybody's sleeping with everybody. Nobody's family situation. Even if they got kids, you got a baby mama, you got five baby mamas. You want some Nick Cannon shit, right? He got a million kids, but ain't give one commitment to one system. But all of this is symbolic because these people are the influencers. Now, this is key, right? Because a lot of the rappers say, I'm not a role model. Well, once you're a character, you're playing a role. And you are a role model because you influence these children that look up to this dream that you're selling them. So now, let's look at the artist Pusher T, right? <laughs> Pusher T. Oh, my God. If anybody's seen that photo, <laughs> pull it up while you're listening to this podcast, and it's going to make more sense. Now, in the past week, um, Pusher T has been seen at the New York City Fashion Week, you know, the, the guy Tom Brown's uh, fashion uh, exhibit, and he was out in front and, you know, it's a very questionable picture that Pusha T was taking, and it's all by design. So Pusha T is uh, carrying a purse in the shape of a goddamn dog. But let's go back. Pusha T was one of the hardest gangster rappers in hip-hop culture. His whole career is based upon, I'm the biggest drug-dealing rapper, which is a facade in itself. Right, his name is Pusher T, Push a Ton, Push a Ton of Drugs. That was his moniker, right? So now Pusher T, which is funny because he's one half of the group, the Clips, right? If anybody remembers the Clips, they were brought out by Pharrell of the Neptunes, right? They had the song Grinding and all these other big records. But Pusher T and his brother Malice, right? Now his brother Malice 
came to his senses because Malice left the group. They're no longer the group The Clips. That's why Pusha T went solo. But his brother Malice put out a gospel album. He goes to God. So why is it that a lot of people in the industry, they end up, after some time in the industry, they end up seeking God? I'll go into that a little bit later because I myself was in the industry. So I can speak from a real standpoint, but put a pin in that. Let's go back. So now, Pusha T is solo artist. He was recently signed to Good Music, Kanye West, or Ye. He was signed to Ye's label, right? Ye helped him put out some big albums. He even uh, had Album of the Year for 2022. And his whole album was talking about selling cocaine, selling kilos, which he doesn't do, which is ironic that his own manager went to jail in a Rico case, which is crazy, that he raps about selling the drugs, but his people that actually deal the drugs, they went to jail. So did he did he tell on anybody? Who knows? It's all alleged. But I'll say that I'll say this, it's a coincidence that your whole lifestyle, your whole rap career is based on being this drug kingpin and the people around you get investigated. They go to jail and you don't do a day in jail. Your brother leaves the group and you continue on to high heights selling more drugs to our kids but remember influencer so his whole career is i'm gonna sell drugs to kids or kids sell drugs and you can be as successful as me well ask young thug was he successful because he's fighting his life for rico case and many of his people flipped on him <laughs> including gonna tell every time you see gonna he's gonna tell <laughs> so i want to go back to this why we're talking about Pusher T and why we're talking about this agenda being pushed. So the title of this build, in this business, the only way to get a bag, you got to bend over to pick it up. The only way you get a bag, you got to bend over to pick it up. Everybody's saying, I'm chasing the bag. Let's chase in the bag. Let's chase the bag. Let's get to the bag. But would you chase that bag if it was a purse? Because it seems today that all of our masculine men right image is everything all of our masculine men are being photographed in compromising situations where they're looking very effeminate on purpose so they decide to lend their image to promote an agenda for a bag so what if you knew the bag that they got was actually a purse and it's all an agenda to attack our children so Let's go into this. Man, what's crazy about this whole situation, right? The moment after Pusha T denounced his relationship with Kanye, like, you know, he was a brother in arms with Kanye. And the minute Kanye started spewing alleged anti-Semitic rhetoric, which is oxymoron because you can't be anti yourself. We are the true Semites. But since Kanye was speaking his truth and he was speaking about all these Jewish bankers that have been robbing him in the contract and robbing all of the entertainers in the business, he was like a whistleblower for the hood. So Pusher T said, oh, no, 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 I can't. I don't have the kind of money to go to war with these mafia, this alphabet mafia. So I'm going to get in bed with them. So first thing he did was publicly denounce his friendship with Kanye West. And they raised him up, gave him a Grammy nomination. He didn't win, but they, you know, they, they, they prep you for the award. But you got to do a bunch of rituals to be invited to that next ceremony. So 
after he denounces his uh, allegiance to, to, to Ye, they hold him up. And now he's seen in all the fashion houses and now he's a fashion icon. But he took this very weird picture. He's wearing a, 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 a oh man, I, I don't even know what the fuck it's called. He's wearing a suit. He's wearing a short suit. <laughs> what the fuck is a short suit? It's a suit jacket and a pair of uh, pants, but they're short pants. Short pants. This nigga got his knees out looking extra greasy. Men don't even grease their knees. Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? That's that's a woman thing. But here, no, there. The brother is seen in Fashion Week, and he's in a photograph with uh, the artist uh, Little Nas X. But he's standing very close to Little Nas X, and they have on matching socks. Pay attention. This is a Masonic ritual. They have on matching socks. One sock, one sock is black. The other sock is striped, black with white stripes. That's Masonic presenting the checkerboard, the duality of higher and lower worlds, the dark and the light. Pay attention. This was a Masonic ritual that took place right in front of us. Now, if you look at the photograph, um, the kid Little Nas X is sitting next to uh, Pusher T that has his hair braided back like a woman, right? Braided back like a woman. This image, image is everything. Let's pay attention. And he has his legs crossed. Now, Little Nas X has his legs crossed with his right leg leading out. Now, that's a Masonic sign, the right leg leading out. It's showing that they were part of a ritual before that fashion event took place. Now, let's go back. If you look at their socks, Pusha T has on the left sock, excuse me, the right sock, and the right sock has the stripe, and Little Nas X has on the left sock that has the stripe. But if you put it together, they are wearing each other's socks, meaning they are sharing the pair, meaning they performed a funny ritual and they are together. Understand how they pair up celebrities to usurp the energy from both celebrities. Let's pay attention. Now next to him is Queen Latifah, the only person looking manly in the picture. And she has her hand left over right, also a Masonic ritual. Now little Nas X has his legs clo uh, closed and Pusha T has his legs open with his hands in between his legs, but his wrists are very limp. His wrists are very limp in between his legs. That's showing the homeboy opened up his legs for a ritual. Now, you can't stomach what we're talking about. We're talking about some real shit taking place on the world stage. So, the next picture, they show Pusha T with his short suit <laughs> short suit and he has a purse in his hand and the purse is in the shape of a little ass dog so i'm thinking of the women that carry their dogs in the little purses you know the little yorkie dogs that's what it reminded me of but the purse is actually shaped like one of those little fucking dogs now i don't know where you grew up but if you were a masculine man and you came through anybody's neighborhood carrying a dog-shaped purse, wearing a short suit with your kneecaps out, greased up. I would say you're not on the manly side. You would be a member of the alphabet community, which I have no problem. That's your own lifestyle. But I'm saying this, your whole career 
you was telling the kids you was this gangster. So that was a character too. You see what's going on? They're influencers. For what is it for a man to gain the world and lose his soul? What would you give for your soul? And this is what this is about to sell your soul, to sell your free will. If you have the influence of millions and you start getting behind bullshit just for a bag that looks like a purse, I don't care how much money's in that bag. It's a purse, my nigga. So, <laughs> to continue on. So, Pusha T is sitting next to Little Nas X. And let's pay attention to Little Nas X. Now, this is the deception of the deceivers. Now, when Little Nas X first came out, he blew up with a, a, a huge record that was playing across the world. And mainly, this record was geared towards children. His song, uh, Old Town Road, this song was geared towards children. I seen kids, you know, at the park, on the carousel, they were playing this song nonstop. Kids knew the song word for word. After the song blows up, they come out and say, no, you know what? He was singing to a guy, talking about having sex with a guy. So now you're pushing this to someone's five-year-old kid? That's an agenda. Now, if the kid came out first and said, this is what the song's about, you give the listener their choice if they want to engage in the content or not. But that's not how they do it. They hide and mask their agenda under the guise of, I just want to be free and love everybody, when that's not what this is. And we're going to dive deeper into this conversation because I'm going somewhere with this, right? I'm, I'm always doing these bills out of love because I love everyone that's a part of the human family, regardless of your lifestyle. Creators say love everyone. Right. So this ain't that. But I'm trying to show you that someone up on high has an agenda for your child. And if you're not out in front of this, your child is going to be a casualty of this spiritual war. So to get back to this, he's in the photograph next to him and they're showing all this Masonic ritual. But keep in mind, Pusha T was signed to Pharrell's label, right? Let's show the connection. After Pusha T distanced himself publicly with Kanye, they raise him up in the fashion world. That's how they do. They give you a bag to turn your back on your people. So now, let's look at Pharrell. Pharrell was recently appointed the new uh, head of designer for Louis Vuitton. Hmm, which is crazy. Pharrell was also a friend of Kanye West. The minute Pharrell denounces his relationship with Kanye West, Adidas give him the call. They give him his own line of sneakers. See, they'll raise you up when you tear down your own people. They use you as a pawn in this chess game. So now, after they raise Pharrell up to be the head of Louis Vuitton, which is crazy. He's a friend of Kanye, but the last person that was head of Louis Vuitton was also a friend of Kanye's. Virgil, uh, Virgil Arnaud, right? Virgil Arnaud becomes the head of Louis Vuitton, black man top designer and he gets the world's top position in fashion and he kills himself commits suicide now louis vuitton since then puts out all his designs they make a shitload of money they make a a a, a fucking um montage or a shrine of all his designs and give him this big high honor and he was this prestigious designer but keep in mind he killed himself so how does a person get offered that high position? What did he give up spiritually that he couldn't live down that he took his own life? And remember, him and Kanye fell out behind that because they raised Virgil to break up the relationship with him and Kanye. Because 
were bringing in so much money for Louis Vuitton, they didn't want to give these brothers their own titles. They wanted to keep them workers under these companies. So they'll sell our fashion, they'll sell our swag, but they won't pay us what we're worth. And that's how this business works in all of the businesses. So Virgil Arnault kills himself, commits suicide. My condolences to the family. But he was the biggest guy at Louis Vuitton. Why would he take his life? Hmm. Now Pharrell's the biggest guy at Louis Vuitton. <laughs> hey, man, y'all better watch Pharrell's mental because it's going to eat at him. All of the success that, you know, Kanye brought him and all of the, you know, relationships that Kanye and the money that Kanye made a lot of these artists, they all turned their back on him when he decided to stand up for truth and call these people out. And a lot of these people are cowards. They'd rather keep their position and their prestige and their fame as long as they don't stand with the truth. So, moving forward, Pusha T's new name is Pusha Bunch of Alphabets. Push a bunch of alphabets. Because, <laughs> dude, you were the biggest drug rapper. Now you out here with a purse. You can't make that make sense. Look at all these people, these rappers running around with these funny-ass red astro boots looking like clowns. Now, there's a difference between fashion and an agenda. Now, if you got on your own little fashion and you, you got some lime sneakers on, lime green sneakers or whatever... Whatever, however you put it together, make it unique and it expresses and, 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 and speaks to your identity. But if you're following the trend, everybody put on these dumbass red boots for $400. All the celebrities put them on. So now you break the bank, can't pay your rent, so you can walk around looking like Bozo the Clown in these dumbass red boots. But the celebrity might have got 50000 50, to post themselves wearing those boots on their social media. That's why they're influencers. They influenced you to be on some bullshit. They influenced you to be a clown. So now, the funny part about this shit, <laughs> the funny part about this, Pusha T gets a lot of love in the hood. A lot of the gangster rappers really believe his story that he's a gangster, but he never sold drugs in his life. In fact, his team, his managers, all went to jail for RICO charges, for actually selling drugs. So was he telling on his own people every time he keeps dropping this content in every song? He got album of the year for 2020. We're dealing with a global pandemic, people losing their jobs, people dying, all kind of stuff. And the whole world was listening to a drug dealing rapper. Like we need another goddamn song about selling drugs. And, and what did the war on drugs do to our community? See, we, we celebrate the people that salute our suffering. What kind of shit is that? That benefit and make money off our suffering. But I say this, most of the people that actually sold drugs, they sold it to get out of that situation to do better for themselves and their families. They didn't do it to glorify the shit. But the ones that never sold drugs, they out here, the Jay-Z's of the world, still telling you what God did and what Hove did, what the stove did, when that nigga ain't touched drugs since the 80s. He was a small-time drug dealer, but the kids still think he's Scarface, and they think that he became a billionaire by selling drugs, and that's not true. But then maybe he did, because he sold music, which is a form of a drug. So now, I say that to say this, right? I mentioned why the Alphabet community has an agenda. 
Now, we're not talking about people that practice an alternative lifestyle. You're an individual. But when they group you up and they say, this is your agenda and you should care about this issue because it applies to your alphabet. There's an issue here. So I want to go into another story that ties all of this in. Because as I said, the LeBron James of the world, all these people that didn't stand with Kanye when he was speaking truth. Now, he wasn't just speaking his truth. He was speaking their truth. They all are being used and they all are being underpaid and they all, you know, fear the IRS knocking on their door because that's how they work. The minute you can no longer influence people as to what our agenda is, we hit delete on your account, right? We hit you with that tax evasion, we hit you with all kind of shit. So a lot of these celebrities are slaves to their celebrity. They just have an allowance. The more jewelry they buy, the more stuff they got to show you because the, the light of the soul is dim. So the ego has to shine like a motherfucker. They got to put on 50 chains. Recently, Floyd Mayweather bought a million dollar chain. Looks like, looks like his neck is hurting. Million dollar chain. I mean, how many more chains do you need to buy to remind yourself that you're still a slave? Here no there. But as I say, most of us are just out here trying to impress the oppressed. So I wanted to go into a powerful story that connects this. And believe it or not, this particular story comes straight from the alphabet community. So if we have any people of the alphabet community, when I say alphabet community, I mean LGBTQ, L ABC, LBC, 123, anyone of that magnitude. Now, all of you people are human. So we're going to get back to humanity today. So this isn't to disrespect anyone that subscribes to that lifestyle or lives in that community. This is to show you that as a human, you're being targeted and you're being used to push someone's agenda. Now, this particular story comes directly from your community. What am I talking about? There was a story that came out this week from the trans community. And believe it or not, this person becomes the first transgender whistleblower, <laughs> which sounds crazy in itself, right? <laughs> they blow other things than whistles, but hey, we're going to keep it on topic here, right? Because, you know, we put a little humor in it, but at the end of the day, everyone can laugh at the situation. But what's not a laughing matter is the way they're using people against people. And I, and, I, and I say that to say this. Let's go into this story. This story is crazy. Now, this story comes from the trans community. And this whistleblower is showing you that there's an agenda in place on our children. Right? Now, there's several bills that came out that was trying to ban uh, federal funding for surgeries for minors and I'm talking about uh, gender correcting surgeries for minors so you mean to tell me they're trying to push a bill where Medicaid they're going to run it up where they can bill Medicaid to pay for your child's gender correcting surgery so if your child 10 years old says ah, I feel like I'm a girl and your son wants to get that surgery they're pushing to pay for it but at 10 what do you actually know but we're going to go into something because this whistleblower is confirming something that many of us already know. 
And we, we, we've been saying that, yo, it's an agenda. Why, like, why do they keep pushing this shit in all the cartoons and all the movies? So you would confuse the mind of a kid if all the cartoons are gay. They show you this, right? They, they make it all the movies with the superheroes and the comic books. They all have to add a gay character. Now, all of this shit is by design. It's not to make someone feel inclusive. In fact, a lot of the, the alphabet movies that were on Netflix, nobody's watching them, including people from the alphabet community. They're not even watching it. They feel offended. They like, yo, it's too much. You could have just made this a regular movie with regular characters. Every character. They had a new vampire movie. All of the vampires, all the women vampires are lesbians. Teenage lesbian vampires. So who are you trying to influence with that type of content? We're going to go into it. We're going to go into it. So there's a series of bills that were passed, right? A series of bills. There was a bill that bans gender reassignment surgery for anyone under 18. This passes in the House. So the Democrats are fighting the Republicans, which is two wings of the same bird. But the Democrats are saying, you know, we... Everyone should have the right to live their life. And it all sounds like you're fighting for individual rights, but you're not. They're pushing an agenda. Why would you want to have a bill that says your 10-year-old can cut off their body parts? Because one day they feel like they are something else. But how many times your young kid said, hey, I want to be an astronaut. Did, did you automatically take them to NASA? Right? It, it's like a kid is going to have fleeting attention spans. Right? One minute he want to be Superman, tomorrow he want to be an astronaut, two years from later, two years from now he might want to be a doctor. So you're going to take this 10-year-old kid's influenced opinion about his identity when everything around him is telling him, change your identity? It's cool. In fact, you could be on TV, you could be fucking famous, you could be a celebrity, you can be an influencer, you can be viral on social media. All of this stuff is an agenda. So there was a bill passed Thursday in Jackson, Mississippi, a bill uh, represented uh, by the state representatives Thursday is causing quite a stir. The bill uh, 1125, House Bill 1125, doctors are not able to perform gender affirming surgery on anyone under the age of 18. See, the thing is, if all right, you're over 18, you're an adult and a lot of times in the past you've seen that where people that you know have an alternative lifestyle when they're of age and you know and they want to express themselves in their own way it's their right to do so but if you're a 10 year old kid and someone influenced that right i don't think that's genuine i think it's in fact it's being coerced in fact someone from the trans community is blowing a whistle on that very same subject so this ain't my opinion it's coming from one of their own confirming that this is an agenda on high. Lawmakers went back and forth on this issue for more than an hour before casting their vote. After all the votes were counted, the bill passed with 78 people voting in favor of it and 28 people voting against it. What this is attempting to do is anyone under the age of 18 who is transgender and wants to go through a procedure or through the therapy they have to be 18 before they can do that, right? Like, just think of that. You had to be 18 to buy some cigarettes that says on the box, can kill you, can can give you cancer. But if you're 18 and, you know, remember, you got to be 21 to, to buy alcohol, which can kill you. So it's like you have to be a little older to, to have that 
cognizance to to make a affirming choice right now we all know that we have choices but when you're younger you, you tend to make choices that you regret your, your kid can't undo the surgery once the surgery's done but who influenced their choice to begin with was it your child's choice from the beginning we're going to go into this the bill also referred to as the regulate experimental adolescence procedure the reap act not only does it prevent doctors from performing the procedure but it also stops them from prescribing hormone medication to anyone under the age of 18 this is key because i'm going to correlate these bills that, that were passed with the whistleblowers story now you got them trying to do damage control trying to discredit what the whistleblower is saying but the whistleblower is a member of the trans community so it's not they're not targeting their own people they're actually showing you that their own people are being targeted and they can care less about your lifestyle and they're using you as a pawn in their chess game let's get into it there's another bill um that was pushed to the Congress uh, S-777 the S-777 bill was introduced in March of 2021 and the bill uh, titled End Taxpayer Funding for Gender Experimentation Act of 2021 the bill modifies provisions relating to federal funding for health and insurance coverages of gender reassignment medical interventions which include surgical remedies and hormone therapies arising from a conflict between individuals gender identity and the sex the individual has or was identified as having at birth specifically the bill prohibits the use of federal funds for gender reassignment medical interventions or for health coverage that includes such interventions additionally such interventions may not be provided in a federal health care facility or by a federal employee. Under current law, coverage of these interventions through Medicare and Medicaid is generally determined at the state level. The, bill, uh, the bill's restrictions regarding the use of federal funds do not apply to treatment of individuals with medically verified uh, disorders of sex development, such as individuals born with a typical development of chromosomal uh, gonadal or anatomical sex the bill also prohibits qualified health plans from including coverage for gender reassignment medical interventions further plans that include coverage for such interventions are not eligible for federal subsidies see we're talking about medicare fraud these companies are pushing these surgeries on children that do not need them because they want to run it up. All of this shit reeks of fraud. But don't take my word for it. That's my opinion. Let's hear from someone from the alphabet community. Let's hear from someone from the trans community. That's confirming what many of us already know. Man, you, you can't make this up. You can't make this shit up. So let's get into it. And not to mention, in a few weeks, the Epstein <laughs> files will, will be public, right? Now, that's the situation with Jeffrey Epstein. Mysteriously, allegedly kills himself in his cell, and nobody has <laughs> footage of, of the 
killing of the hanging of himself when why would you hang yourself when you were just the money guy you you were the guy that provided the island for all of these celebrities to child traffic and do all this other stuff he was just the the, the money guy he was the the go-to guy that set the stage but he wasn't the guy that partaked in all these acts so a lot of celebrities and public figures they benefited including royalty prince andrews right allegedly all of these prestigious figures would benefit if he was to randomly kill himself <laughs> right because he never had his day in court to prove like that makes no sense but here no there all of this is tied in story comes out in the new york post a whistleblower wake-up call on doctors schools pushing child mutilation because that's what it's called it's not gender affirming surgery it's child mutilation now let's hear what this whistleblower has to say where do girls go who have their breasts removed in pursuit of becoming a man when they have changed their mind about the endeavor and what do those who perform the surgery tell them that's a crazy way to start the article so what if your 12 year old daughter decides she wants to be a boy because she's been watching lesbian influenced or you know lesbian influenced content on social media or Netflix or a cartoon one day she feels as though she loves her friend but she might just have a love for her friend and now they exploited that emotion to make it seem sexual so now her guidance counselor says hey, yeah you, it feels like you think you're a man inside so you need to get a surgery now is that guidance counselor getting some money from the insurance companies for recommending that surgery let's go into this these are questions whistleblower jamie reed attempts to answer in a free press piece married to a trans man now this whistleblower is married to a trans man and is a transgender themselves that identifies as a woman so let's for the sake of this uh piece let's identify this person as jamie reed that wants to be identified as a woman but pay attention because this whistleblower is shedding some light on a much needed conversation Reed describes herself as a 42-year-old St. Louis native, a queer woman, and politically to the left of Bernie Sanders. Those details are important. Until November, Reed was a case manager at the Washington University Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. So this transgender that's blowing the whistle works at the center in St. Louis at the Children's Hospital. A case manager. So, Jamie, we're going to call it for the sake of conversation. I don't want to keep running back to the conversation. But Jamie, the, the case manager, is, is speaking of all these cases of young children and finding something very alarming. That it's been a spike in young children that out of the blue all want to get this surgery or feel like they want to change their gender they want to change their gender now let's go in reed's allegations are deeply disturbing and horrifying 
she charts the astronomical rise in proclaimed transgenderism among youth in general and teenage girls in particular. So she's highlighting that these teenage girls are being targeted to get this surgery. There's a spike in cases of all of these young girls that say, I think I'm a guy. Now, if they show you a picture of Rihanna out in front with her guy lagging behind like a woman, what are they reaffirming? Woman got all the power, but you got to be a manly woman to be respected in this man's business. Hmm, interesting. Reed's allegations are deeply disturbing, right? When she started at the center, she received about 10 calls a month from families with kids declaring themselves transgender. When I left there, were 50 and about 70% of the new patients were girls. Sometimes clusters of girls arriving from the same high school. There's an agenda in place. So you mean to tell me about 50 girls from the same high school all said I want to change my gender at the same time? I think the school's influencing this. I think the guidance counselors are influencing this. I think the hospitals are influencing this. The drug companies are influencing this because guess what? They get to bill Medicaid for these hormone medications. They just looking for new customers. And the younger I get the customer, the longer I got the customer. The younger I get the customer, the longer I got the customer. That's some game, that's some game from the true drug dealers because true drug dealers wear white coats. Big facts, white lab coats. The contagion she describes is terrifying. The girls who come to us had many uh, comorbidities, depression, anxiety, ADHD, eating disorders, obesity. Many were diagnosed with autism or had autism-like symptoms. So pay attention. You go to your guidance counselor. Your emotions are out of whack. You're already a young uh, adolescent, young teen, some of them preteens. So your, your emotions are going to be all over the place, right? We, we all been young children before. Your emotions are going to be erratic, especially as young girls. But you got young girls dealing with depression and the guidance counselors say, oh, you, you might need gender surgery. You're depressed, so you need to change your gender. You got ADHD. You got anxiety. Some young girls got obesity and eating disorders. You should get a gender affirming surgery. You should mutilate your genitals because you feel depressed. Why do you feel depressed? See, the, the society is pushing mass depression so they can find more addicts. This is crazy. So remember, the kids taking this autism medication, the side effects of the medication is depression, <laughs> schizophrenia, suicidal tendencies. Do, do you see the correlation? So the drugs are causing the disruption in the psyche. They're causing the physiological disruption in the hormones. So if you have a hormone imbalance, they're going to push you to lean one way or the other. It's all coercion. Much of what Reed reports is not exactly new. Abigail Schreier laid out what, what was happening in her seminal 2021 book, 
irreversible damage. So if you guys want to expound on this uh, subject, check out this book written from someone of the trans community. And the book is called uh, Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. That's the title of the book. The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. There is an agenda in place, guys. What Reed represents is our collective what now moment. Her details of the drugs effects are a horrible movie, are a horror movie. Testosterone causes the clitoris to enlarge, extend past the vulva, and to chafe painfully when rubbed against jeans. There were ripped vagina canals. A boy was put on a cancer drug as a puberty blocker and ended up with liver toxicity. Yo, this shit is painful. This shit is disturbing to even talk about. My heart goes out to anyone in this alphabet community that was forced into the community. Let's pay attention to this here. Because this shit is disturbing. Liver toxicity. Mm-mm-mm. But it's her, it's her descriptions of the disinterested doctors and ideologically conformist medical staff that have to serve as America's wake-up call. The same day Reed's piece ran, the New York Times published a piece on a focus group of trans adults. These 12 transgender Americans would love you to mind your own business. But that's exactly what people were doing until gender ideology started being taught to every younger kids and the number of transgender kids exploded. Let's pay attention. They had a few months ago uh, drag queens doing story time with toddlers. You heard that right. They had drag queens coming to schools reading storybooks, excuse me, gay storybooks, or should I say pushing young children's minds into the conversation of changing your sexuality. So you're reading a story about Timmy and the two dads to a five-year-old. Why do they need to be exposed to that content? Now, if the child gets older and they want to change their, their lifestyle to an alternative lifestyle, that's their choice. That's their God-given right. But if I'm five years old, I shouldn't be hearing this kind of content. That's like showing a, a gay porno to a five-year-old. Would you do that? But why are they pushing this content in the schools? To confuse the psyche of the children to make them another client for their drugs. Got nothing to do with your choice. Let's continue. A UCLA School of Law, Williams Institute study last year shown that the numbers of teens and youth and young adults who considered themselves trans has doubled in the past five years. So in the past five years, there's been a spike of kids saying they want to get this surgery and change their gender. What have we seen in the past five years on TV? What have we seen in social media? What have we seen being pushed by celebrities and all the movies? And all? So there is an agenda in place. When the Times asked its group when ideas around gender ideology gender identity should be discussed and taught in schools, elementary schools, junior high, and high school. Every response urged as early as possible. See? These schools are getting funding to add these programs in the school. And on its face, it looks like we're inclusive. You know, we're not trying to alienate 
people that are from the LGBT community. So we're going to have stuff that they can relate to. When the child at five or six years old, they don't know what community they belong to. They thought they just belonged to the, the community, the community as a whole. But obviously these experts in schools are saying, yeah, we got to teach them as early as possible about this shit. But let's go back. When did you tell your child about the birds and the bees? At five, did you tell them, hey, I put my thing in your mom and then nine months later you came here. Did you have that vivid conversation with your five-year-old about sex? If not, why the hell are you having a vivid conversation with a five-year-old about changing your sex? This is an agenda. Every response urged as early as possible. And all but one of the 12 respondents approved of the use of puberty blockers, which come with serious side effects for teenagers. So now, as I said, you got all these kids with mixed emotions. They're growing up. Your hormones are already racing because things are growing inside of you. You're becoming an adult. So the minute I start to block your natural progression as a young adult, I further confuse the psyche. But once you do the surgery, you can't undo it. And there are painful complications that these kids are experiencing that no one is speaking about. We want to mind our own business and let adults do what they want to do. But that has to go hand in hand with leaving our children alone. Girls who exhibit class, classic tomboy behaviors are being told they're actually boys. But just think of this. How many beautiful sisters you know that you grew up with in school and they might have been tomboys. The chick just cool. She hanged out with all the guys. But when she got older, she was very ladylike. I got some sisters that are, that are a little rough on the edges. But, but they're 100% women. But just imagine if they got some classes in school when they were young teens. That might have pushed them into exploiting the fact that she's just a tomboy. That, that was a, a term, right? It wasn't, oh my God, she's going to be a boy. Nah, it was like, yo, she liked to hang with the guys. But most of the girls I know that were tomboys, they're moms today. Beautiful women got beautiful families because they weren't exposed to these types of classes or literature in school when they were five or six years old. Teens who feel uncomfortable in their changing bodies, so nearly all teenagers, right? Because teenagers, when you're getting older, you're getting acne, you're getting bumps. Young girls, you know, you, you go from being a young girl to developing breasts to having a period. So it's all these changes naturally happening in the body that you're trying to get a hold of, right? You're trying to grasp these emotions that are fleeting. And then someone confuses the psyche in the middle of you becoming this adult to tell you, be this kind of adult. They're creating this community. There's a difference. Girls who exhibit classic tomboy behaviors are being told they're actually boys. Teens who feel uncomfortable in their changing bodies, so nearly all teenagers, are told they may have been born the wrong gender. See, let's go back to influencer. Because your teacher is your child's influencer. Your, 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 your guidance counselor is your child's influencer. You are your child's influence. Just think of how influential you are to children. When you tell a child something, 
their young mind believes it. So if the guidance counselor, this adult that, that I think loves me and I look up to them because they're an authority figure, they tell me I should change my, my gender. As a child, how do you process that information? You're gonna take it as face value. And that's what's taking place. Man, this is crazy. This is crazy. So now, this whistleblower is saying that when the, 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 the girls who, who get surgery, there's another story I'm gonna cover this. When the girls get this gender affirming surgery, the hormones, they start to take testosterone. So it causes the clitoris to enlarge like a penis, but it starts to rip the vaginal canal. Now, where these kids bleed excessively. So you got a 10 year old girl that got a gender affirming surgery and the kid is bleeding out in school. We're gonna go into that. This is the, the horrifying stories they're not telling you about. Cause everybody's running it up and they trying to build insurance and get the taxpayer funded dollars to support this agenda. Crazy shit, y'all. This is crazy shit. Let's continue on. In a forthcoming book, Stolen Youth, Stolen Youth, co-written by Bethany Mandel, we heard from so many families seeing this published, excuse me, we heard from so many families seeing this pushed on their kids. There's another book, Stolen Youth. In one Girl Scout troop, troop Eight of 18 girls came out following a health class. That just can't be a coincidence. So in this Girl Scout troop, 18 out of 18 girls, eight of them in the same group were in a health class and they were educating them on changing your gender, your gender. And mysteriously, all these girls came out and said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lesbian or I want to change my gender to a male. This ain't no coincidence. Parents who disapprove of any of this are labeled transphobes. See what's going on? So when the parents are questioning, well, maybe my child's just a little mixed up because children are mixed up, right? Your child's going to do a hundred things growing up that they regret or stupid things that they're going to do. But once you mutilate your body, you can't undo that. And if that was your child's sincere choice and you contemplated this and you went to counseling with your child and you really believe yo in, in my child's heart this is what they want to do I'm going to support it that's a different thing but if they're in school and these institutions are pushing this on the kid and the kid has no choice then that's an agenda parents who disapprove of any of this are labeled transphobes and schools see they always hit you with the mob mentality we're going to gang up on anybody that's poking at our agenda and schools reserve the right to keep secret this type of important information. Like that their child has decided to change genders. This is madness and it has to stop. So your child goes to the guidance counselor. Your young daughter that's already dealing with hormone issues. She might have had her first period. She's confused as to what's going on. She's becoming a young lady. And the guidance counselor is influencing her. Hey, you know, you can stop that period. You know, take these hormone blockers. You can stop all of that. So now they might be pushing this onto the kid in another light to coerce them into getting the surgery. But once the child gets the surgery, they can't undo it. How many people interviewed these trans uh, youth, youths or transgender kids that decide to change their mind? We're going to go into that. The kid was coerced into getting the surgery and now the kid wants to reverse it. 
So what do you do with the community of kids that were duped into this shit? Don't speak for them. That's why we do podcasts like this. I don't alienate humanity. I show compassion to humanity. This is what the Third Eye High podcast is about. It's about standing on truth, guys. Parents who disapprove of any of this are labeled transphobes. That's crazy. This is madness and it has to stop. As for the teenager who served, excuse me, as for the teenager who severed her breasts, but then changed her mind, she called the surgeon's office and said, I want my breasts back. This is fucked up, yo. But there are no changes of heart allowed when teens are rushed into making such a monumental error. She was 18 at the time of the surgery. And while we know teenagers have underdeveloped prefrontal cortisols that cause them to make bad decisions, right? Your, your brain is not even fully developed, right? That's why as kids, we, we do foolish shit and we got to learn from our mistakes, right? Something you might have did at 16, at 40, we're going to use your rationale a little bit more. She was 18 at the time of the surgery. And while we know, right, the teenagers have undeveloped frontal cortices, right? This teen was allowed to do something permanent to her body before she could gamble in Las Vegas, smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol. That's real shit. They police more selling alcohol to minors, right? Selling cigarettes to minors. But they saying as a minor, you, you can mutilate your body and we'll pay for it. In fact, we'll coerce you into why you need to mutilate your body. She'll never be able to breastfeed her child. And the surgeon that performed the operation gets to shrug and walk away, right? Nobody's getting arrested for this. Nobody's being charged with the crime. Surgeons are just running it up. Schools running it up. Drug companies running it up. Let's go to this other one here. Another story covering this on Fox. Whistleblower at Trans Care Center exposes appalling practices inside gender-affirming hospital for kids. Now, this is the same uh, Jamie Reed, right, the transgender whistleblower, but they expound on some other uh, horrified cases that she mentions. A former case manager at the Transgender Medical Center has spoken out against gender-affirming surgery for kids and revealed key details about the medical procedures occurring there. She worked at the Washington University Infectious Disease Division in St. Louis for four years, helping HIV-positive teens and young adults. Her work there eventually led to a job at the Transgender Center of the Center's Hospital. Now, pay attention. They just released uh, like $4 billion in funding for uh, teens with HIV. Now, I'm looking at this at a glo- as, as a larger picture. Let's say you got millions of kids that they misdiagnosed with AIDS. So now the kids are depressed. They're giving them AIDS medication that causes more depression, more schizophrenia, more suicidal tendencies. And then they tell this kid that they misdiagnosed with AIDS. Hey, you should get a gender affirming surgery. So now they exploit the kid even more. This shit is really taking place and nobody's talking about it. That's why independent journalism and podcasts like this are so important in our lifetime. And I don't get no celebrity funding. I don't, I don't get no mass media funding. This is all me. 
you want to support the podcast, I'll leave my Cash App link. But as I said, you paid attention. You spent your most highest form of currency. We need to start paying attention to what matters. More importantly, what matters about our children. Reed was responsible for patient intake and oversight during her time at the hospital. She said that most young people who walk through the doors to receive hormone prescriptions that can have life-altering consequences such as sterility. And that's another thing, depopulation. Because if I give you these hormone drugs, a lot of these kids become sterile where they can't have children. We're talking about depopulation. We're talking about zero birth rate for the future of our nation. Everybody keeps saying they care about the kids. Seems like everybody's targeting the kids and nobody's speaking up for the kids. In fact, they just came out with from Pfizer that it's safe to give triple boosters to six-month-olds. Triple boosters to six-month-olds. But they said they're going to end the pandemic in May. Which one is it? Nope. Moderna just moved in their third clinical uh, trial phase for the RSV vaccine and Moderna's also making a flu vaccine which is really the COVID vaccine got you niggas so they gonna make sure you get this deadly toxin in your body one way or another in this lifetime we gotta stand on truth they're gonna drag this shit out as long as they can until people stand up you can't buy the lie and try to look for the truth you can't buy the lie and try to look for the truth can't serve two masters By the time I departed, I was certain that the, Amer- that the American medical system is treating those patients in the opposite of the promise we make to do no harm. Instead, we, permanently, we are permanently harming the vulnerable patients in our care, she wrote. Upon arriving at her new position, Reed said she was struck by the lack of formal protocols for treatment with the center's co-directors acting essentially as the sole authority. See, all of these medical centers and facilities, they're getting funding to push these gender-affirming surgeries on our kids. Keep in mind, the same hospitals that was pushing the COVID vaccine. Right before 2020, millions of hospitals were going under in bankruptcy. And they all got a blank check when COVID started. You don't think these hospitals would try to build a new ward or save their hospital by signing up all these kids for these surgeries they don't need? See, we got to get back to integrity because if you have integrity, you can feel the vibration of what I'm saying. You know this shit is taking place. And just because you don't look at the truth, it doesn't mean the truth is not the big-ass elephant in the room spitting peanuts out. Before 2015, few young boys comprise the total population of pediatric gender dysphoria cases. So they're saying before 2015, there was only a few young boys that wanted to change their gender. But she then saw a dramatic increase in teenage girl patients with no previous history of gender distress coming in and demanding testosterone treatment. See, somebody's telling them, go get these pills by name. But the kids don't have nothing in their medical history that shows that they have any uncertainties about their gender. Until they went to a health class. (laughs) Until they saw some shit on Netflix. When I started there, 
was probably 10 such calls a month. When I left, there were 50 and about 70% of the new patients were girls. Sometimes clusters of girls arrived from the same high school. Reed detailed the stories of several patients, including correspondence with other medical practitioners. She noted that young patients who often not, who were not fully aware of the potential negative consequences of treatments and doctors at the clinic were quick to blame various symptoms on gender dysphoria. So these clinics are misdiagnosing these kids that are dealing with shit like ADHD, bipolarism, autism, depression, just being a damn teenager going through hormonal changes and they're saying, oh, we think you need to change your gender. Really? Continues on to say, in one instance, a patient was put on a bicalumatide, a medication used to treat metastatic prostate cancer. They're giving the kids prostate cancer drugs. Really. One side effect is that it gives feminine features. So they're giving kids prostate cancer drugs. And the side effects of the drug gives the male teens feminine features. So pay attention. If the kid didn't have a discrepancy with their gender identity, they do now. So they're putting them on medication that's inducing the psychosis to change the mindset of the child where they support this coerced decision this irreversible decision one side effect is that it gives feminine features such as breasts to men who take it however the patient experienced liver toxicity and was taken off the drug the patient's mother threatened to sue so now they're not talking about this in the LGBT community they're using you people as targets. So how many people in the trans community that are suing these drug companies for the side effects of these drugs that they told you was going to help you out? Right. In another case, a 17-year-old biological female was rushed to the hospital after the patient bled through her pad, jeans, and a towel. It was later revealed that the girl had intercourse while taking testosterone, which thins the vaginal tissue. Her vaginal canal had ripped open and she was admitted for emergency surgery. See, this is the horrors they're not talking about. So this 17 year old girl was taking these testosterone pills because her guidance counselor, somebody said, well, you might be a man, but you're a young girl. And her hormones said that she was a young girl because she craved having intercourse with someone of the opposite sex. So she slept with a man within her natural state, man should be with woman, and it cost her. She was bleeding through a pad, through her jeans, through a towel. She was rushed to emergency surgery. Her vaginal tissue had ripped open. This is the shit they're not telling you about. This is stuff they're not talking about. Where's those kind of movies? Show a movie like this to the community. I'll watch it. I'll support your agenda then. Excuse me. I'll support your choice then because you people are being targeted. And at the end of the day, you're human. And as a human, I got love for you. And, and, and being that I have love for you people, I'm covering a story like this. 
not to bash anyone in that community, but to show you that you're part of the human community. And when they separate us as humans and put us in all these little gangs and cliques, the elite at the top can rule everybody. And that's what's taking place. Other stories in Reed's account include that of a young black girl with a history of drug use and an unstable living condition. When she was 18, she went for a double mastectomy. Three months later, she called the surgeon's office and said, I want my breast back. Man, this is fucked up, yo. The last I heard, she was pregnant. Of course, she'll never be able to breastfeed her child, Reed said. Man, my heart goes out to that community, yo. Real shit. And I know, you know, you get a lot of flack. A lot of people, you know, pick on you. And, all, and a lot of that stuff is propaganda. Because you go out in the streets, especially in New York City, like, people ain't even on it like that. To each his own. You know what I'm saying? Live your life. Live your fucking life. With all this shit going on in the world, I ain't got the energy to bash anyone about anything. Live your motherfucking life. Salute. But if you're being used as a pawn in a greater agenda, you need to know about it. She added that doctors often viewed a gender transition as the only solution for kids with deeply concerning mental health diagnosis. Now keep in mind, the kid might just be naturally going through puberty, naturally going through shit that children go through, but they're getting a misdiagnosis from these fake ass professionals that are pushing the agenda. She added that doctors often viewed a gender transition as the only solution for kids with deeply concerning mental health diagnosis, such as schizophrenia. But, but keep in mind, they're giving the kids autism medication. The side effects of the medication is schizophrenia. So the kid comes to the counselor, I'm suffering from schizophrenia. They don't target the drug company that put the kid on the medication. They say, yeah, you're messed up. I think you should get a surgery. Let's mess you up even further. I did a story on the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast, Third Eye High Podcast. You can catch me on all streaming platforms. And there's a story right now, a, a multi-district uh, litigation lawsuit where Tylenol, you heard it right, Tylenol is the cause of autism. Many of the parents gave their children Tylenol. Many of the parents that were pregnant took Tylenol. This is a direct link to autism. Autism did not exist before the cell of Tylenol. That's the sole source of autism. So anyone has an artistic child, please contact the law firm and be a party of that class action lawsuit. Get that money for your babies. But as I said, these drug companies, ADHD and all this shit, the side effects are schizophrenia. So these children that are dealing with their natural issues of just being young adolescents, are being turned into fucking drug addicts where they give them a surgery pump them with more drugs and all this shit is irreversible and nobody's liable for it drug company cashed in surgeon cashed in guidance counselor cashed in hospital cashed in and the kids are checking out see with deeply concerning mental health diagnosis such as schizophrenia PTSD bipolar disorder and many more so children that are bipolar are being told by their guidance counselor eh, I think you're suffering from an identity crisis I think you really want to change your gender that's what you want to do they don't ask the kid well 
who prescribes you as PTSD, right? Because many kids that live in the inner cities that are dealing with poverty, yeah, they're going to be suffering from PTSD. That's not a medication situation. Some of these kids just need to be talked to. Nobody's hearing their fucking problems. They don't feel like they matter. So when a guidance counselor shows an interest in your child and mom and dad ain't, ain't chopping it up with them, what do you think's gonna happen? That kid starts to confide in the guidance counselor and they don't even tell the parents. In fact, a lot of these surgeries are happening and they're not even getting the authorization from the parent. Just imagine that. Anybody listening in, you got kids. You come home and your child has, has got a surgery that's irreversible and the kid a week later says, you know what, I want to change my mind. I want my breast back. I, I think I'm a woman. The kid is saying, you know what, I, I want my genitals back. I think I'm a man. And they can't reverse this. And you as a parent couldn't even talk to your child to see if that was a real emotion, a real concrete decision that they made on their own. And the school and the hospitals and the guidance counselors made the decision for you. So who's really raising your child? If you don't fight for the rights of your child child has none and if you don't show your child how to fight they're not going to want to stand up especially when it matters clinics like this one where i worked are creating a whole cohort of kids with atypical genitals and most of these teens haven't even had sex yet so just just think of this you got kids that haven't even had sex haven't even experienced that emotion to where, you know, oh, I like this girl in class or, you know, this, this girl likes this boy in class and maybe they want to get close and get intimate and explore that. So you're taking that experience away from the children and already making up the choice for them, even if they want to reverse that choice, which they'll never have the option to do. So who should be held liable for that? for targeting our children and using them as pawns under the guise of this parade shit, under the guise of this alphabet community shit, when natural communities are being torn apart to create these alleged alphabet communities. They had no idea who they were going to be as adults, yet all it took for them to permanently transform themselves was one or two shot one or two short conversations excuse me yet all it took for them to permanently transform themselves was one or two short conversations with a therapist see this is coming from the transgender case manager that's blowing the whistle on this medical community that's pimping our children and forcing these mutilation surgeries on them when she attempted to speak out at the hospital and pushed back on protocols and medical diagnosis, Reed was given below average performance reviews and reprimanded by higher ups. During a company retreat, the doctor scolded Reed and her colleagues telling them to stop questioning the science and their authority. There we go again. Remember this whole COVID thing? Trust the science. Don't question authority of the experts. And doctors got fired. Many of them lost their license for going out saying, yo, those vaccines are harmful. Just for telling the truth, they were ridiculed. So this member of the transgender community, the case manager that saw some horrifying cases come across her desk, decided to bring it to the higher ups, to her colleagues, and was further reprimanded 
you fucking up our money, my nigga. Translation. So these doctors were telling her, oh, you ain't gonna work here too long. You around here blowing whistles and shit. You around here trying to stop our money. You trying to stop the drug companies from pushing these drugs on these kids that didn't even know this shit existed. Oh, right. But, but, but I thought this was all in good faith. I thought this was, they, they were really fighting for kids that, why do you think they're pushing that shit with kids in the parades? They had the parade in New York City. Again, I'm straight. I love a woman. I love the structure of a strong black family. That's what I support. But they didn't have any parades for that, for the natural family. Man, woman, and child. You didn't have no parades for that shit. But they had a parade that was sponsored by all these big companies for this agenda. See, see that what I saw disturbing was so many children in the parade. Now, these children had nothing to do with this agenda. They're just out there having fun. They think it's a parade, like the Macy's Day Parade. But then you have something like child sex trafficking. This is why all this stuff runs rampant, because they hide under the guise of these sponsored parades and all this shit and all this agenda. And all these drug companies are supporters of these parades. I wonder why. Because the more they promote this agenda, the more they find customers for their drugs. The more they find candidates for their mutilation surgeries. This shit is disturbing, guys. And if you are not disturbed, you should be after this bill. You should be speaking out about this. You should be standing up. You should have a conversation with someone from the community. If you got a friend that's a part of that community, share this link to the podcast with them. They might not be privy to this. Many of them might be victims that haven't spoke out about this. So now they're ostracized for making an irreversible decision that wasn't their decision to begin with. Mar goes out to you. Anybody suffering from this story that we just covered, my heart goes out to you. And as I say, you can get your compensation. I encourage anyone from that community that if you're a victim of this coercion type surgery that was pushed on you, where you decide that you want to change your mind, you guys should come together and form a class action and sue these drug companies, sue these health clinics, sue these fucking school officials. Let's stand on truth. Now, one thing we can unify because they got all these damn communities that they're creating. While the natural human family, that community, is disintegrating right before our eyes. We all want to come back and say we love everybody, we love family. Well, let's stand up for these kids that are being targeted. Let's stand up for people in all communities because we all represent the ultimate community, the human family. I am your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. If you want to support the podcast, you can do that in the following ways. First and foremost, you support it by spending your highest form of currency. You paid attention. So I'm compensated. Salute. Give thanks to you. You can share the podcast. You can comment. Share the link to the podcast. You can subscribe. All of these are forms of donation. If you want to send a monetary donation, you can hit my cash app. Cash app dollar sign far out flow. F-A-R-O-U-T-F-L-O-W. Dollar sign far out flow. If you want to send a donation. But as I said, you already got the light that I shared today. So I'm compensated. But as I said, I don't get no 
outside funding. You're not going to hear these kinds of stories on your mainstream media. They're not going to let you know what's really going on. But you in your heart, you know that something is off. Something is off spiritually and you know that this war is on. And if you want to change the future, wouldn't you wage war on the people that are here to inherit the future? So we all keep saying we want to leave something to our children and we're we doing this for our babies and I work so hard for my children. Are you really standing up for them when it matters? Because you are being judged by the God in your own heart for that. Stand up for something that's real. Stand up for those that don't have a voice. And that's what this podcast does. We stand up for those that don't have a voice. There's people in the, the, the alphabet community, the LGBT community, that's not talking about this subject matter. It's people that say they care about that community and they're not informing them about subjects like this. But if you love, you love all, right? Understand that there's a greater agenda in place and these people do not love you. These people do not care about your lifestyle. They're pimping you as a pawn all the way to the bank. Give thanks to some of my listeners tuning in. I want to shout out some of my listeners, right? Truly Julie, thanks for always listening. Shouts out to Marcy Ann, uh, Don Kleplin, uh, uh, Jessica Rowe, uh, Key Rowan, The Guru Warrior, Jeremy uh, Watkins, Lois Hampson, Gary Dean, Mojo, Rashonda Scott, Salute Empress, thanks for always tuning in. Uh, Mary Ann Jenkins, Mental Patient, Daryl, Mr. Amazing, Smith James, Joseph Goodman, Johnny, Cecilia Grace, thanks for always tuning in, Gabrielle T, High Level Podcast Show, Marcelia, Chucky, Mr. Two Extra, thanks for always tuning in, um, Sharente Carr, Dr. Ryle, thanks for always tuning in, Jabari Morris, Cassie Cage, Nicole, Just The Man Podcast, Elizabeth, uh, Grunts, David Astro, uh, Arnold uh, Van. Salute to everybody tuning in and salute to everyone tuning in on the podcast as a whole. Subscribe to the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. Third I High. Three R D. The letter I High. H I G H. And remember, family, always keep your third I High. Peace, love, or life.